First, I used to call to the Chavre Meridian and the Mazel Tov to Jeff Weinberg on the grandson, the Bishop in the Mazel Okay, we're on page Reish Pei Gimel in the old edition and Reish Lamed Zayin. So Reish Pei Gimel and Reish Lamed Zayin. We're learning about Amaslos. It's a, a word that many people are unfamiliar with outside of the context of, of Halacha. And even here, the way Rabbi Nachman uses it, as we've been learning, is not an excuse, but a, a, an explanation. And an explanation is not is also not really the right way to define it. It's what we've been learning by Imek, that, that uh, in order for the person to be able to make this connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through his borders, it's very, very important for him to be able to identify what he really wants in his life. And he's caught, and we're all caught between these two kaiches, which we grew up calling the Yitzhah Toiv and Yitzhah, but in Rabbi Nachman, the Koch HaMoshech and the Koch HaMachriach that we were talking about, these two kaiches that are pulling at the person. And, and by explaining and by talking about the struggles that he has, not making excuses, but by by talking to Gersh Baruch about how difficult these struggles are and what he's going through, he's able to he's able to um, identify with what is it that he really wants to do in life and who he who he really wants to be. So by crushing and by crying and by complaining, so to speak, with these tiniest namaslos. The person is essentially coming back to the original plan of what he of what he <laughs> intends to do with his life, and not to just go on making believe that everything is fine and and hiding from himself and hiding from uh, his his difficulties and his failures and so on. He's able to to say this before Hashem. That this is my rotsan ha'amiti. This is who I really want to be. This is really what I want to do in life, and I'm and I'm having a hard time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not doing what I want to do, but by talking about these things, he reminds himself of who he really is and what he really wants to do, and and um, that that honesty is 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 crucial. To the uh, to davening to our relationship with Gashbaruch and to relationship between people, being honest about these things. Okay, so on Reish Pei Gimel on the top, Kikeshemaynim Mimenu Umzgaber B'Tzayna Hamiti. And the person is able to say, "Look, this is what I would like to do. This is who I want to be, and I I admit that I have not been. And these are the following things." That I believe that are in the way of my becoming who I want to be. These are what I. This is. These are the problems. These are the trouble. These are the. These are the minias that I'm having. So, when the person, when the person, is kshemayni mimenu who misgaber b'tzon ha'amiti apnimi v'rotz b'chol mo d'lavdes Hashem. If a person feels that there, are, when the person uh, uh, speaks about these minias. These these obstacles that are holding him back, and he and he davens and he works hard. These mezgaber b'tzonamiti, and he's able to he's able to to identify 
his real ruts in their lives. What he really wants to do. Hapnimi. The right to Bakalma Lab's Hashem. And he's a, he's able to he's able to say that the truth is that I w- I really do want to be an Ibn Hashem. Now it might be that that through his bardus he's he admits Hashem that my Ratsan to serve you is not is not as strong as I would like. It's not uh, the way that I would like it to be. And that's part of the this as well. But when the person who is when the person is Mazgaber, he's strong, and he's able to he's able to strengthen within himself this Moshech. In other words, he's able to he's able to identify once again that within himself the pnimius of who he is. He believes that the panemius of who he is is that he wants to be an Ayyad Hashem. And he wants to connect to this Koch HaMoshech that's bringing him back to that Nakud of who he is. And not Chalila to have a Chalisa Hadas. Vaz, Kshemitzad Echad Monimei Menu, Yemiduch Mizgaber B'Tzon HaMiti. Then, when the person feels that he's pulled with the Koch, Mirhaodam Niyakli Nifla Labadis Hashem. We'll put this in very simple, uh, very simple English. What he's saying is that that as 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 much as we would prefer things to go easily, the truth of the matter is that God who created us with this with this bechira, with this bechira, and we have to make this we have to make this choice. We feel these two kaches, the kach hamoshech and the kach hamachviach, are pulling us in two directions. When the person and that's Hashem's intention that the person should have to make a choice, and that the person should have to be mizgabim. And as a result of of talking about it and davening for it and being misgaber, then what happens is the near clean nifla, but it's Hashem that he becomes he reaches a much higher level than he was to begin with. That through that conversation with Hashem, through the davening, and through the through the effort to be misgaber, he becomes a greater person than he was before. And the result of all of that is, is that the very same Korach that was pulling him against, away from Hashem, has now become part of him becoming closer to Hashem, which is, we spoke about it many, many times. It's the Indian of what the Gemara says that, as he done his Nasla Kazachi, so when a person does Shuva, strong Shuva, then his Averis become Mitzvahs, right? So we've discussed that. What does that mean? What kind of magic is that? The ones that various become mitzvahs. See, done is nasla kezachias. What does that mean? It, not just that the various are canceled, but the various themselves become mitzvahs. And 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 the way that's explained in the Kadamayim is that that when the person fights against the, those mitzvahs, when a person overcomes those various, now in retrospect we see that 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 as a result of him having to contend with that with those Yetzirahs, and having to overcome them, that the Yetzirahs themselves became part of his of his improving as a person. So there was all a clea. Hashem doesn't send us difficulties to to bring us down. He sends us difficulties to bring us up. And if you use those challenges in life uh, as, a, as a means of bringing yourself up, it means that even those Challenges were part of the program of, of self-improvement. So how is it possible that my avarice can become missus? 
when I use my failures and my shortcomings as a way of becoming greater. Then it turns out that those failures were part of the process of truth. And the Averis themselves, in retrospect, are, 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 are mitzvahs. And Hashem counts them, if you do tshuva, then Hashem counts them as, as part of your tshuva. And the Averis are now considered to be mitzvahs because in the end, it turns out that they were kalim in becoming a greater person. It was all part of your becoming a greater person. It's kalim in becoming greater. And that's exactly what Hashem gives us, that bechira that we have, that bechira. And the, 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 that, that's, that's the toughness of our lives. There's nothing we can do about that. There was a Yiddish writer whose uh, emuna was not particularly clear where he came from, a very religious family. His father was actually a little bit of a chassid I don't feel like saying his name right now, but, but he was a very famous writer. And, uh, and he was once interviewed and they asked him, do you believe, in, do you believe that man has free choice? So he said, he said, look, what can I tell you? I don't think I have any other choice but to believe in free choice. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, I don't believe that God has really given me the choice not to believe in free choice. So think about it. It's an interesting answer. It's an interesting answer. He said, I, do I have a choice? That's how he said it. It was more like he said in Yiddish. The way he answered was, do I have a choice? He asked me, do I believe in free choice? Do I have a choice? So then do you believe in free choice? So what does that mean? You don't believe in free choice? Just, do I have a choice? So we don't have a choice. Not to believe in free choice. The choice is either we, we believe, we think that, that, that Hashem is out to get us, or we believe Hashem is out to give us an opportunity to become greater. And by talking this out and by this and by speaking this out like by his abodus, the person is able to uh, is able to access the issues of his past as a way of propelling him to something better in the future, to, to be better in the future. And that's what he's talking about. So the very same things about pulling you away from Hashem, it turns out now, it's Koch HaMoshech, it's pulling you back to Kaddish Baruch. And by his birth, the person can be Mavarer, can clarify these things, can talk about these things. That the kochara, the kochamachviach, that which was pulling you away from God, is now a means of, of getting closer to God. So the things, that, the mistakes that you've made, when you work them through and you do tshuva, that those mistakes are a way of you growing closer to Kadosh Baruch. Moisa halacha, Rabbi Nosson in that same halacha in Eichos Yantiv in Lukut Halachas, maybe Moshal Nifla Bechtei Levaris Advar. Rabbi Nosson brings a Moshal to explain all of this. The Moshal is using a clock. A watch. Hamara shows Hashaon, a watch. Fisha Hayabizmanim Avru. Not our digital watches, not electric watches, but the regular old fashioned uh, watch. Hayapoil Ali Dekfitz. The way that the watch works is that there's a spring. Haosi Muritsuas Barzel. There's a metal spring inside, Arucha, long. It's not a thin, a long, thin metal spring. 
that its way is that that there's tension and and it's it's released and then it's closed. As this piece of this this spring, this piece of metal, is put into a frame. And it's wound around this this uh, eagle, this circle, until it's tightly wound around this seer, this the circle, this uh, whatever it is. Now the nature of the spring, uh, of that spring, is that it, it it wants to be free. It wants to be allowed to to be itself, to open up. That's what the spring wants. But the spring, the metal is the piece is being held back. Through these little wheels, I mean the inside of a watch already you've seen these little wheels that uh, that are uh, are attached one to the other, and they're holding back the uh, the spring. So it could only open these little wheels only allow the the spring to open uh, incrementally, gradually. That's how it works with the with the minutes and the hours and so on. Kol psicha kazu and every little incremental opening or release of the spring is a second. After sixty seconds, then the the it's able to move one nakuda, one point. and so it is, which is a minute and. That's how the watch works. So Rabbi Nosson uses the watch as a marshal of the two koiches of the koach HaMoshech and the koach HaMachriach. Now the koach HaAmiti, the true will, so to speak, of the Jew, is the Hispashtus, just like the spring, is the hispastus of the of the neshama? Is the hispastus of the of the uh, of the of the elokus in the person? And then you have this koach hamachriach that Hashem created for the sake of free choice and holding things so that we make those choices to move ahead through the seconds and the minutes, hours of our lives. So koach hamachriach galgalim are these galgalim, meaning the things that happen to us in life. Is that that are holding the spring back from just opening up and moving along in the way that it would like. So Rabbi says that if we study this, it's very clear that if we would allow this piece of the spring, this piece of metal, to just behave the way that it would, it would like to. To open and close according to its own will, so to speak. We would have nothing. We would just have a, uh, we would just have a lifeless piece of metal. We would have nothing that would be moving along the little dials and helping us tell time. It would just be a, it's not a piece of metal, a curly spring piece of metal, whatever. Now, what if we what if we release it in, in larger increments, and we we have rachmanus on the spring, and we don't hold it back in such a way where we only allow it to move little little tiny 
bits at a time, but we allow it to really uh, to enjoy some more movement. Then you have what what uh, what what happens to everybody with these watches that that at some point in time, it's not telling the right time. And it's moving too quickly. So instead of it, instead of a minute uh, showing a minute, this thing has moved ahead, and it's now mo- the dial has moved to two, three, five minutes, and your watch is messed up. I show you my hair, then you have a fast watch. I shall know how to make it well. There's no no practice to it. Pulas ashaon naseis efo. I mean, when I was a, the first watch that I got, which was one by my mitzvah for my uncle, you actually had to wind. So some of the elderly here will remember that that we didn't even have a, a thing where you just shake your hand. You had to wind it. So then, before if you found on Shabbos, it became muktzev. It wasn't moving on Shabbos. The watch just died. That you know, you have to keep, you have to wind it every now and then. So, pulas um, hashonas it's eifo. So, how does a watch work? So, even that's not saying it works. They The way that the watch works is the same way that a Jew works, and that any human being works, is that the two kaiches, there's the koch hamoshech and there's koch hamachviach, and together, the koch hamachviach shehem algalgalim. So we have all of the Yetzirahs of our lives. We have the Koch We have all the Taivas that are these wheels that are pulling and holding back the Koch HaMoshech from that, that powerful pull towards God from just pulling us right back to Hashem and being Tzadikim and so on. And this is how the watch works and this is how we work. And and the the uh, the persistence of the of the barzal of the spring to push forward, to push forward despite the pull of the machriach is the way that it works, uh, and that's how we tell time. That's the most imkain. If we think about this nearer, we'll see. If on a deeper level, there's sort of a little bit of a side discussion uh, about Machriach and, and Moshech. That's not, not so uh, necessary for going to all this, but it's important that we understand that Hashem created this Relationship between the Koch Machriah, the Koch Moshech, between the Yetzirah Toiv and the Yetzirah Harash, I'm creating such a thing um, not to keep us from our Tachlis, but to be able to get to our Tachlis, to be able to tell time, to get to the Tachlis. And if, and, 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 uh, and without that, without those two Kochos, without the Koch Hamachriah pulling back the Koch Moshech, there would be no purpose to that little piece of metal, that spring. There'd be no purpose. The same way that there would be no purpose for Hashem creating us if the Nisham was just left in Shabbayim. And it was just, uh, everything was just the way it, it was. That, that there was no tachlis. The tachlis is that, that the Nisham is sent into the guf. And that that connection between the Nisham and the guf creates the tension between the Koch HaMoshech and the Koch HaMachriach. And that's what makes that's what makes the watch tick. That's what makes the, the, the person tick. Yeah. Unlike a broken unit, the broken watch is still right closer. Yeah. 
Broken humans are occasionally right also. But, I, but that's, I know that's a good point. I remember we always, they would always tell that to you when you had a broken watch when we were kids that, that you know, it's, it's right twice a day. It's true. Uh, but I've met a lot of broken human beings who are, who are right uh, also sometimes even more than twice a day. It's not always, but, the, but it's easier to fix a watch than it is to fix a person. But that's the Koch of Shuv. That's the Koch of Shuv. This is Reb Nelson's Marshall. So HaKosh created, of course, the Koch HaMachriach not to hurt us, not to punish us, not to destroy us, but to but to um, give us that, we, we don't have that choice. He gave us, without our choice, to have, to have the free choice to, 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 uh, to make the right decisions and to, and to keep the watch moving forward in a good way. Claimer. Afilu and therefore, a person shouldn't be discouraged even if he sees that he's moving slowly. The watch also moves by seconds or by minutes. That's how it moves. And over time, for it, in order to be able to open up completely, like with the watch over the day, the watch has to work a uh, hundred thousand efforts it has to put into making that entire, going through the entire day, is the same thing with a person who's a, who's Yerei Shemaim. If a person doesn't live with Cheshman and Efresh, he's not, uh, he's not thinking these things, and he feels that it might have been really effortless because he just didn't see it. So he's just dragged down by But if a person, if a person is in the Melchama, he's in war, if he's in the Melchama, really that's what we're learning about the Chesidish here uh, Friday morning, the Maimah that we're learning in Bayon Dekacha. He's in the Mulchama, so then he feels that tension. If you're if you're a God fearing person, when you walk out into the street, uh, you feel the tension between the things that are on the street and that you should be looking at, or you shouldn't be looking at. You should be looking at at some nice tree. You should be looking at you should be looking at a cute little child and and waving. You should not be looking at things that are inappropriate. And if you don't feel that there's any struggle between two clerks inside of you, and you just look at whatever you want to, it means that you're a broken watch. That's it. He's just broken. Because if it's just a spring, the spring feels left alone. It feels no tension whatsoever. Only if you're, only if you're working, you feel that tension of, of of, uh, of being pulled in two directions. If you don't feel that tension of being pulled in two directions, we're going to have a minute in a few minutes. And, and so it's, a, it's the uh, second Shmanesra of the day and whatever of the week, that Shmanesra. And, and if you don't feel that you're working, that it's, that it's hard work to, to have Kavana, it means that you're a broken watch. That's all. You, know, you should be feeling that this is a, a mulchama. The mulchama is to concentrate on what I'm saying. But if you're just saying the words, and you're yawning, and just, you know, so then there's no tension. And there's no tension. It means that you're not, you're not in the mulchama. Either that or you're a tzadagomer, and you're, 
you're in a place where everything is already perfect, but that's not common uh, to be Sadiqim Gemurim, very, very rare. Mostly, we're, we're not, and, and, and if you're not, it means there should be tension. Life is filled with tension. I don't mean tension like they use it. Nervous, not nervous. It's filled with this being in the Muhammad. Like Ram Khal says at the very beginning of Masil Sharm, that at every moment of life is a Muhammad. And if you don't feel that way, it means that you it means that you were means you lost. If you're in the Mulham, you're on the battlefield. If you don't feel that way, that means you lost. You know, you never entered you're not on the battlefield, you're not you're not in the Mulham, you're not you're not alive. If you're alive, it means that there's tension. And that's that's that that's uh, means that the watch is working. So we see that this little muscle of the watch, how hard the watch has to work to move a little bit. The watch has this whole mulchama to, to, to go uh, move forward a little bit. It's this whole mulchama. Shishim pama medaka kafel shishim pama b'shas sixty seconds, sixty minutes times sixty. Times twenty four hours. Abazel oyseshelo. The spring is, and it's the Reb Nosson uses this marshal that the spring is not misyach, even though it's making such little progress. It's just making enough progress to move the dial a second. It's making such little progress, but the 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 spring, the spring keeps on keeps on fighting, keeps on fighting. The daf kaidizel nasa klimufla. And and that's Reb Nossin says that that's what makes the watch such an amazing it's an amazing clue. Yeah, and so the the, the the watchmaker the watchmaker created the watch for this toella so telling time. But the way that he created it is with these two kaiches. Hashem created us with a with a tachlis of being oiv de Hashem of being devekim to Hashem with using our free choice to be dovok to Hashem. And in order to do that, Hashem created. The, the, these these two karches of kach hamayishach and the kach hamachviyah, and when a person uses it in the right way, and the watch is working, it's a clean ifla. and even the the force that's holding back the kach hamachviyah that's holding back the spring is is a clean ifla. So it's an amazing cleat. That's part of the cleat. That's how Hashem made the cleat. So that's how we were made. That's how we were made. Okay, Perkhav Zayin in the old edition, Reish Pehei, what about in the uh, new edition? Reish Samach Zayin, it's also Perkhav Zayin, but a different page. Okay, Perkhav Zayin, page Reish Samach Zayin, or Reish Pehei? Reish Samach Zayin, or Reish Pehei? Okay, now the, the, the last two prokim of Tainus Namaslos, and really going back before that, the whole avoid of mishpat that we were talking about. Mishpat, judging oneself. Um, most of the most of the avoda that we were talking about over these past few prakim, mostly the avoda, requires um, the, the type of honesty that that will that will uh, bring up less. Pleasant things in the person's life, and unpleasant things that the person has done, said, and so on, thought of. And um, if 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 this next parak would not be 
here, and this would not be a very vital part of of his bodus, then the person could fall into a place of sadness or of depression or despair. So even though earlier in the Prakim, the Mechaber, the author, brought up the subject of the Kudus Taivis, this whole parak Chavzayin is on the uh, subject of the Kudus Taivis, of finding what's positive within oneself. What's positive within oneself. So let's learn. When the person is, his, is doing his bardus, and he's judging himself. He's judging himself. He's very, very honest, and he's he's making a a, a, a real, honest, sincere judgment. <clears throat> he has to make sure that he's not only focused on his faults, but he has to also we make sure to to look a lot at the Nakudas Taivas, at the positive inside of himself. Nakudas Taivas. Shem Chelke Elokus and Himsoimiplimuso. Whatever whatever Elokus he's able to find in himself, deep within himself, in his way of feeling, his way of thinking, his way of behaving, within Shmaso, within himself, every Jew has. Now if the person if the person uh, does his bardus and he leaves it just with the mishpat, with the uh, with the with, with, with focusing on what's negative in in his life, the things that he's done wrong, and he does not look for the kudus taivus, then then it's very hard that the judgment should be a, a, an honest and and fair trial. Which is the main part of his bardos is this this trial. And only that, it's very hard to come to Yishavadas. Commissioner Kosov, Rabbeinu, Rabbi Nachman writes in Tinyoni Yud, Achda. And you should know. So if a person is Khalila depressed, this is a very, very deep Torah. And this itself we could talk about for many, many, many days. To just talk about the, this, this sentence that Rabbi Nachman is saying. <clears throat> He's writing over here. One might think that when, when somebody is depressed, <clears throat> somebody is sad that he's being, um, he's, that he's being emotionally disabled. He's emotionally stuck when he's sad or depressed. Rabbi Nachman says that it's not just that. He says, When a person is in a place of when a person is depressed, his mind doesn't work in a healthy way. The mind doesn't function properly. Person, a person's judgment is completely off. When he's depressed, his way of understanding things, his mind, even though he's normally a very, he's a very uh, intelligent, bright, perceptive person. But we, when he's in a bad place emotionally, we see this all the time, that he's, if he's sad, if he's depressed, then his whole way of judging reality is mayach, his mind. 
is messed up. You lose control over your mind. You lose control over your mind. You don't have really control over your thoughts if you're depressed. The depression takes over the person. That the mind, the mind is no longer in control, and then the person has all kinds of reaches all kinds of mistaken conclusions, mistaken conclusions about who he is, and what's the what's what's the point of his life, and so on and so forth. That's why it's the most common thing. You have somebody that's that's going through a hard time, and is and is depressed, and and then that person will, then somebody else will who knows this person will try to give him some chizuk. Uh, try to give it some 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 encouragement and say some good words of physic and we'll, we'll we'll say something like to the effect of you know overall your life is pretty good and the depressed person will say what do you mean yeah overall and then and then the friend could go like a long list of terrific things in your life that was Reuven and Shimon right so Shimon is is Shimon's in a bad place. So Ruvain sees that Shimon hasn't come to shul for the last three days. And it's uh, post-COVID and so on, even uh, by the biggest machmirim, all the, uh, the the days of isolation have passed. And, and Shimon, is, Shimon is not in shul. So Ruvain, Ruvain calls up and Shimon's wife, Mrs. Shimon, Shimona, comes onto the phone and, and says, uh, Ruvain says, what's up with Shimon? I haven't seen him in shul for days. Is everything okay? So she said, "Okay, tell you, Ruben. You know, Shimon's going through a tough time. He's a. Uh, it's like he just doesn't want to see anybody. He's not going to shul. He's depressed. Yeah. So Ruben goes to visit his buddy Shimon, and Shimon, what's up? It's okay. Shimon says to him, whatever it is that's upsetting him, he, he lost his job or uh, he had a fight with his wife, whatever it is. So, so Ruben's a good friend, and he said wants to give Shimon some chizik. So Ruben says, "Listen, Shimon, I know you for the last forty years." Your parents are Gavaldiga, wonderful people. You had a very happy childhood. And he goes through like a thousand items of, of great stuff that this person has in his life. You know, your kids are healthy, thank God. Whatever, you know, all of us have done this. But Shimon, Shimon has answers. The fam up all of these riots that Reuben is bringing, all kinds of riots that, that for the most part, your life is good. But when the person's in that dark place, his mind is messed up. And the and it's very frustrating because you're saying to the person, tell me what's wrong with what I said. I grew up next door to you. You had the nicest parents in the world. You had you had terrific friends in school. You have a beautiful home. Thank God. Is there something that I'm saying that's wrong? Now, any of you who have ever, who have ever been depressed, and get out of it, Hashem. Or you've ever had to come and say something to the depressed person, you know how frustrating it is. Because even though the happy person, the friend, is bringing all kinds of gewaldige rights, like ironclad, strong kindness, the depressed person just sits there. And you'll say, your parents were not nice people. Uh, no, they were okay, but you know, it wasn't uh, as good as it looked. Stuff like that. And no matter what you say, no matter what you say, the depressed person will have not counter arguments, but just like not agree. 
and it's frustrating because you you realize that you're talking to a person who's insane. You're talking to somebody who's crazy. That's what sadness does to a person. The person's crazy. Either with grief, because God forbid something terrible happened, somebody died. That's why you have to be very careful how you talk by Shiva. You have to be very, very careful. You know, how and what and to whom. And if, and if you don't have anything to say that's helpful, then just keep your mouth closed or, or, or give a pat on the back because it's not so partial what this person's able to hear right now. And and when 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 somebody is, God forbid, grieving or depressed, the mind is not functioning in a healthy way. So this happened, you're trying to give you're trying to give chizik to your friend. Unless that person is open to chizik, doesn't work. And I'm saying this from experience. I spend I spend most of my waking hours trying to give chizik to people. That's why most of what I do. Uh, when I'm, when I, at least when I'm talking to people, I'm trying to give chizik, and there are kalim to hear, and there are kalim that I can't hear. It's just that's how it is, and 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 you realize that no matter what svara you try to, you're, you're pulling out a good svara like this, and like that, and you have and you have all kinds of proofs, and there could even be like the wife and kids were all standing around and saying it, it's it's right, isn't that true? Isn't that right? You say, of course that's true. But the rabbi is saying is right. It's true, no? And he's just lying there. Because nah. the mic, the mic is gone. The brain doesn't work. You give things that I can tell you from the opposite side of being depressed, like with my husband passing away and all the kids home. No matter what anyone said to me, I could blow you away, throw it right back in your face. If it was anyone who could say anything that. I'm amazed. I still have friends. But right. I still do. Right. Right. That's that's. I appreciate you saying this. That's that, and that's how people, when people are going through that lower lane of God, God forbid, they're going through that, that intense feeling of of loss and despair and depression. So not only, what what will often happen is not only is the physic not working. Right. It, you feel like you feel like it's. Sure, there's a shorish. Right. So what happens is that you have all the nice people, you know, uh, all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. And everybody, and then you have all these people with great intentions, like Brother Shiva. Um, you know, I told you I, I was I was at a Shiva and it was a uh, it was a, 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 a young married man whose wife passed away. They were only married for a short time. And I was sitting at the shiva and some person said, no, you're young, listen, there are a lot of nice girls out there. And the rest of the people that were sitting there just went, you know, yeah, like, you know, all right, Chai is gone, you know, all right? So listen, there are plenty of girls out there. And then he and then he just sat there, you know, and, everybody, and the guy, the, the, the husband, the other was just sitting there like this. And and everybody's just going like this. And the guy's looking like, oh, I say something wrong. It's a, it, it's very, very hard. You have to be very careful. Because it's true. When you're saying if you're saying something that's and it's not getting to the root and it's not the church, and the person's not in a place where they could hear it, 
the mind is in such a place that there'll be terrible anger and resentment. Terrible, terrible anger and resentment. And how dare how dare you? Who do you think you are? How dare you? And, you, and this is not physical, it's the opposite of physical. But, but all of that is, of course, that person that said that at the Shiva, that's silly. It's a foolish thing to say. But to be Muhammad's course, the other way is that, it, is that when a person is, is, is depressed or grieving, the mind is, is not working. That's what Rabbi Nachman is saying. That when a person is in Marish Chaira, that's those are his words. That he says, when a, he says, when you're in a place of depression, you're not able to, you're not in control of your thoughts, of your brain. It's just not working the regular way. That's how it is. Yeah. Rabbi, besides keeping your mouth wide, huh? is there any tips to making someone more receptive to hear the, the positive? That's a whole, that's a whole other couple hundred shiram and talks about like <laughs> that is, um, you know, it's, that's, I can't, that that'll take us away from what we're talking about. But you have to daven very, very. You have to daven. That's for sure. The, the most important age, the most important tip of all is that if you have a if you have a friend that needs physic and you want to be helpful, you have to. You should first daven to put the right words in your mouth. That you shouldn't say or something that could not. That the words should be words that give comfort and that give strength, and not to be with words that that cause a setback. And with all of that, you see sometimes that that. It didn't come out the way that you wanted because because it's not your fault necessarily. That person's mind is it's just not it's not uh, it's not in that place where 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 it normally is, and so it's just uh, you know everything becomes skewed, everything becomes distorted, and then you say I didn't mean to say that I I I I I, I didn't mean to say that I'm sorry I didn't and the person uh, and and in that bad place. A bad place, you know, and and it's very hard because you 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 want you want to talk to somebody rationally, but that person is not in a rational place. So this happens. Right? Depression makes a person irrational. That's what Rabbi Nachman say. And when and depression takes away the motion of a person, and and that's a lot of what's going on. Uh, America's never been as depressed as it is now, even though life is, for the most part, much better. And that's why you could say to people, you know, you have a microwave. That's pretty good. You don't have to even wait for your supper to cook, you know? Isn't that good? And you have central air conditioning. I was growing up, we didn't have central air conditioning. We used to sit outside on the thing in, in the Lower East Side cooking. We would go outside to the, uh, what's it called? The fire escape. And we sat outside. You've got central air conditioning. Your life is gewaldic. And the guy's getting angrier with every word that you're saying, right? So America's not thinking rationally, just you know, what's going on <laughs> with cancel culture and woke and all the crazy things that are going on. How is it possible people are not, people have became stupid? Like how do they? How do people? You know, when you read the stuff that's going on, you, you so America, like the, the whole country became stupid. Like what happened? No, this, this, the country is not stupid. People are smart. The country is depressed. That's that's what I think. I think America is depressed. And if you don't believe me, you can call up the the drug companies and ask what's going on with their sales, how their sales are doing. If your pronounced is antidepressants. You could afford to have an, a nice house in your shalai. <laughs> if you're selling out the depressed. Country's depressed. America's depressed. The question is why? And and you and you, and you can give all this for us in the world why, yeah, you know, life is great. Why are you why are you what's the matter? Why are you depressed? You should be you should be so happy, you know. 
running water, electricity. It's great. People are, people are living to be in their 90s. It's never been better. So what's going on with, with, all, this, with all the crazy things that are being said now? And how, and how people are so, so falling apart. There's no resilience. There's nothing. There's people are like, you look at them the wrong way. They're, they're finished. What's going on? It's not because of intelligence. People are, are, are bright. People are intelligent. I'm not talking about people are stunned. People are intelligent. It's not because they're depressed. Same thing when it comes to Yiddish guy. And the, the, the kid, kid comes home. I've spoken with this thousands of times. I had the conversation with one of the, one of the chavri yesterday. That all of a sudden, the daughter is talking about, like, you know, uh, what's this whole Yiddish guy thing? And I don't know. But she became all of a sudden like a, a philosopher. She woke up this morning and she says, I don't know really what proofs are there of God's existence. She's not thinking about that. She's just upset. She's depressed about something. What it is exactly? I don't know. Could be a teacher. Could be the, could be the boy looked at her the wrong way. Could be that when it comes to girls especially, that she, that, uh, she wasn't invited onto the chat with the rest of her friends. She was excluded from the chat. And the first one to get to get the 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 first and second, it's God and parents that get beaten up first. It switches between God and parents. Mm-hmm. Those are the first two to get beaten up. The kid is upset about something, and God and the parents are the first two to get to, to take a beating. God means I don't I don't believe in this anymore. I'm not going to show anymore. I don't know what's this whole thing with davening, and the parents angry with the parents. So the always the first two. That's how it is. It's not because of a, a lack of intelligence. America is depressed. You see the way people walk around. The whole country is depressed. And, and, and that's why they're making such poor decisions. That's why it's not the only reason why, but they're, the, things that are, the things that are out there now have never been as insane. It's, that's exactly what Ibn Achim is saying. He doesn't say kosher. Ibn Achim didn't say it's hard to think rationally when you're depressed. He says, E-F-Shar. You cannot think rationally when you're depressed. You cannot think rationally. You think that you are, and you're yelling at everybody in your family that I'm being completely rational. And they're all looking at you like, you're nuts. And the, and the more you scream, the crazier you are. And the crazier you appear. And you think that you're making more sense because you yell, you, you yell louder. And the, the more afraid they get, and the more convinced they are that you're nuts. And it's going on all over the place. People screaming and yelling at each other. This one's nuts. And the next day it switches. Next one, he, he's, he's crazy. Another one's normal. And it goes back and forth like they wrote to Normal, crazy, crazy, normal, normal, crazy. But EF, it's not that it's hard. EF, Therefore, it's very hard when you're in a bad place to think. Here he says, it's hard. It's very hard to, to settle your mind. Because it's impossible. Therefore, you can't. It's, it, therefore, it's very hard. That's why it's the, the worst thing is to make like life important decisions when you're in a bad place. It's the worst thing to do. Because they're, 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 they're always wrong. 
there's wrong decisions. Rak Aide has Simcha, Rabbi Nachman says, Rak Aide has Simcha, Only when a person's besimcha is he able to, to think rationally and he's in charge of his mind. Then he's a balabas. When a person's besimcha, he's a balabas. When a person's depressed, he's not a balabas. And when a person's besimcha, then yuchaliyashav daito. He could have yishavadas. When he's besimcha, he could have yishavadas. Rak ayidei hasimcha yuchalahanig amarki yotzani yuchaliyashav daito ki simcha oylem achayrus because simcha is the world of chayrus. Rabbi Nachman says simcha when you're besimcha then you're free. When you're free then you're besimcha. You don't have those words? No, that's what I'm saying. It's not in. It's not in there. Ah, uh-huh. yepchinski Okay, this is part of the editing. Besides, we have to have mincha anyway now, so we'll come back. We'll we'll come back to the. Shabia uh, fedachin purim alech degen purim.